now sits in the hold of Belkson, surrounded by tribes of hostile orcs. The situation is bad enough that the townsfolk keep a vow to keep their hope knives close, to finish themselves off before the orcs can do worse to them. But now come evils worse than before, for trouble follows true now like crows. A simple suicide is just the first step to uncovering a conspiracy of orcs, dragons, giants, and more. Trunal's defenders will journey across the Mindspin Mountains, passing through fire and death till the lightning falls. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, present Giant Slayer, a Pathfinder adventure path. Episode 7. When last we left our cell dwarven hero, he had continued to investigate the basement of the playhouse, mm-hmm. methodically killing his way from some force, um, only roughly Sierra appropriate monsters that he um, saw coming and um, who couldn't possibly stand up against him, and receiving a big hoard of treasure. He interrogated a, a flood troll and gave her a, cl- a clean death and found out what she knows, which was some things, but to be honest, not all that many things. Yep. She not being the most brilliant flood troll internet going to flood troll kind. But she was evident. Yep. He convinced Jared Grimgraf without significant difficulty because of the vast pile of evidence they'd arrayed that there was in fact an attack on Trunau coming and that Roderick Graf had indeed been murdered. And, uh, uh, got, pro- and got promoted to patrol sergeant and re-enlisted in the militia all in one go. Yep. Uh, then it was 3 a.m., so he went to bed. Yes, yes he did. But when he woke up in the morning, probably the very late morning, yeah. because being a spellcaster he needs his eight hours, he heard a small ding noise and leveled up. Yeah. And it was a sorcerer, it was the second level sorceress level, so it was very sad. Would you like to tell the, the, the listening audience about your very sad level? So when Tamar wakes up in the morning, He's going to get out the pile of scrolls covered in different arcane ruins, sort of splay them out all over his desk, the ones he can't read, move them from here to here to here to here, reshuffle them out, um, and tries, you know, sort of turning them upside down, seeing if they make more sense that way, because I imagine they're all sigil. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, turn it sideways, see if it makes sense this way. No, if I overlay this paper on this paper, and eventually he'll start losing his um, concentration on it slightly. Going, ah, this, I can't make any sense of this. This has to mean something, but it, it, uh, and as it starts to leak out of me, the papers are all going to swirl up in a big swirl of wind and go all around the room in this cacophony and then fall in a stack in front of him. Of course, if this word is portal, then this must be open. And then close and knock, which would mean shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. This is, and then this. It all makes sense now. And my amazing spell known is the cantrip read magic. Yep. But that's the important cantrip, because that lets you read your vast pile of scrolls. Yep. And then I do not gain another cantrip um, slot, because that would be ridiculously broken. But I gain a first level spell slot. Yep. One more, either Ray of Enfeeblement or Magic Mage Armor a day. Then I gain uh, a point of will, no base attack, uh, some hit points, um, 
enough skill points to put the precious five into bluff, getting me all the skill synergies therein. Yep. Um, and then the rest disappeared very fast into the gurgler. <laughs> To try and uh, pad out my sorcerer abilities and actually give me some knowledge arcana. Yep, always useful. And that's for me. Cool. Alright, would you uh, like... Uh, sorry, and my third little feat. I've taken lightning draw, so now I can manipulate all objects as a free action, not just weapons. Cool. Alright, would you like to hear about Kirsten Pella? I would. Sigrin does not level on account of already being third level. Uh, Although she retroactively picks up quick draw, which is going to be useful for her. Yep. Uh, Cursed takes another level in Ranger, gets some base attack, some reflex, some fort, and um, uh, his hit points go up considerably, which is a comfort to him. Uh, and he uh, picks up a new feat and takes um, Shield Specialist, and as he's a Ranger, which gives him... Um, Additional shield bash damage and additional shield, um, and additional all defense from his AC from his shield. Yeah. Another point of AC from his shield. Um, and he gets two weapon fighting, which point he decides to switch his heavy spiked steel shield for a light spiked shield, steel shield so that he can hit things with it. Uh, so he can hit things more effectively into weapon fight. Uh, and that's oh, and um, skills-wise, he picks up um, a point in athletics, heal, knowledge, civilization, knowledge, nature, knowledge, the planes, perception, search, and stealth. Uh, very knowledgeable, isn't he? He's um, he's not exactly a knowledge monkey, but he'll do in dim light as yeah. a knowledge monkey. He's got he has um, civilization, nature, and the planes. So yes, he um, he reads quite a lot of books and he does know some stuff. Uh, Pella, meanwhile, picked up a barbarian level and gained uncanny dodge, some more hit points, um, some more fortitude because that was what she needed. That was yeah. definitely the not say reflex but fortitude, um, and um, another glorious point of base attack bonus, which is very welcome. It certainly wouldn't necessarily have happened if you'd taken a second level and drew it. Um, she took the feat wild-blooded, which lets her stack her um, animal companion and um, her barbarian DR against both her classes. Yep. Uh, and thus Wolf gained a bunch of hit points and um, better biking damage and generally became a fiercer wolf. Um, and she took... Um, Athletics, handle animal, her first rank in intimidate, her only rank in intimidate, some more stealth, and some more survival. She is a very high survival character. Yay! Uh We're nicely with my uh, no survival. Yeah. Yes, well, um. It shouldn't be, um. I may or may not be the brains of the outfit, but I'm definitely not the skill, not the skill monkey of the outfit. No, but um, with the exception of Sigrun, Kirsten Pella have a lot of different skills. And, you know, if you need someone who knows stuff about religion, Sigrun is to an extent your gal. Yep. And that was basically that for the leveling. Cool brains. 
And um, I imagine it's sort of about 10 or 11 in the morning by the time you surface and then you spend a little bit of time playing playing with your scrolls. Yep. Um, I'm not playing with them. I'm using serious magical techniques to analyse them. Of course. I'm very delighted to discover one of them is a scroll of Hold Portal. Because if I ever want a door shut, now I possess the means to make it happen. Yep. I mean, other than using my hands. <laughs> So when you come downstairs, there is a um, nice plate of lunch has been laid out. uh, Lunch is being assembled on the table, and um, Alina bustles over to you and gives you a hug. Morning, Ma. Tama, your friends asked if they could come over for lunch. They'll be over soon. Uh, And perhaps I was wondering if there's anything that uh, you might be telling me about what you've been up to lately. I, uh, there's, there's a little bit of a story there. <laughs> I, I would think so. Uh, this, uh, nice young woman, Sigrun, said that you rescued her. You rescued a par- paladin, apparently? Uh, I don't know if I'd uh, call it rescued, per se. I got, got her out of a little hole. Well, uh... That uh, nice, nice East Tiari stopped by, and uh, she said that the Church of Iomedi was very grateful to you that, for all you've done. And um, she points over at a corner of the table where there are small, three small stacks of healing potions. Yeah. So I thought perhaps you might like to fill me in before the others get here about what you've been up to. Aye, well... <laughs> No. She's going to sit down at the table and look pointedly yeah, at you. Yeah. And Tamara, who, who was planning on um, lying more about this, <laughs> looks kind of awkward <laughs> under campus before he started. He says, well, the important part is that we've discovered that Roderick wasn't murdered. Excuse me. We've discovered that Roderick didn't kill himself. He was murdered. And I think you should brace yourself because... There's a possibility that's a precur- a reasonably good possibility that's a precursor to more. Um, and I will start talking to her and I'm going to downplay every aspect of it, of this that was, um, dangerous. Yeah. Um, to the extent that I can. So we heard, you know, Kirsten and I have been investigating. We discovered some notes. Um, we, um, thought that it would be best to look into the plague house based on Catrice's advice. Um, went up there and discovered there was a half-orc there um, camping out, and we were forced to fight him and kill him. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not going to be the one that says flood troll or bear traps, and the parts of the story that involve gelatinous cubes and rats, shadow rats and all this sort of thing are completely irrelevant, so I'm going to leave them out altogether and basically try and, you know, I was at some risk, light risk, not, not heavy, like it was a half-orc, you know, it was dangerous to, but, but, you know, cursed heroically saved me. <laughs> While still actually imparting the relevant information to her of, Yes, Roderick, Roderick was murdered. Also, there's going to be an invasion coming. Also, his funeral is coming, possibly tonight. Uh, so the funeral is tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. And, um, she will listen to this and nod. It sounds like you did very well. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry to hear about poor Roderick. 
it's terrible that there might be some kind of invasion, but this isn't a safe town. We'll just all have to do what we can. And she looks you up and down thoughtfully. Has your um, damage that you took last night all healed up? Uh... Yes, actually, by this point. Cool. Because um, we socked a lot of it um, before the um, second round of yeah, Sigrun healed you a bit. So, all right. So she looks you up and down thoughtfully, yeah, yeah. and then doesn't deploy any healing spells yes, on you because she can see that you are I'm actually down. Wrong. I'm down zero hit points. Yeah. I said, oh, and Jadrin's. Uh, patrol, patrol Captain Jagrins drafted me back into the militia, asked me to rejoin the militia, uh, at least temporarily. Um, I don't know if it'll be a long-term thing. That'll, that'll have to wait and see between him and I. Well, I'm glad of it. I know how much you've missed working with the militia, and it sounds like they could use you right now. If there's going to be an invasion, it'll need to be all of us doing what we can. Aye, that's usually the way it works. Stormcrow is not welcome bringing bad news, but when the storm's already here, you can find a use for them. <laughs> I'm afraid so. Anyway, it seems like there are some people who do want to see you, and there's a knock at the door, and um, she goes and opens it, yeah. and um, in fairly short order, um, Cursed Peller and Sigrun have yeah. all come, come, all come through, like people who can smell the pancakes. Yeah, well, it's basically, um, this is more of a whole meal lunch, it's kind of yeah. meat and salad type stuff, but yeah, at some point in the, in the, while you were asleep, all of them have come over to see if you were alright, yeah. and um, have all been invited for, um, if Effectively Sunday lunch, except yep. it's not Sunday. Yeah. And, um, you know, none of them have turned this down. Yeah. So T- Tamar is slightly embarrassed by his mother feeding them. And just, uh, you, you know, you don't have to... You just, well, yes, I mean, admittedly, yes, she does look happy stuffing a gob with it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, everybody is... Um, this is happening. <laughs> so everyone will sit down at the table and... Um, you know, um, Pella um, gives you a hug before she sits down. Um, Sigrun smiles broadly at you, and um, Kirst will shake your hand, yep. give you give you a bit of an arm clasp. And um, they're all sitting around the table with you. And um, there's some sort of general story swapping. Um, Sigrun will tell how you rescued her and um, makes you out to be a pretty big hero without significantly upping the estimate of the danger from yeah, the yeah. version you told me oh, about. It wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> really, uh, just, you'd, you'd have done it yourself if you hadn't had that bad luck at the start. Mm. Uh, Alina's clearly very happy to see a, a, a dwarven woman who's come over to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glass <laughs> sits there and makes... And, um, awkward faces. Yeah. I think um, you can play out the conversation if you want. Um, some of them want to talk to you privately, but um, mostly it's just kind of a nice, friendly lunch. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think... Compelling. Um, oh, that, that was the one thing I do want to do. Um, if Sigrun's going to start um, talking me up, I'm going to start doing the exact same thing back again. You know, oh, if it wasn't for that first bit of bad luck that you'd had... You know, you'd have been all over it, and there'd have been no need for Kirsten and I to even get up. Uh, Ma, she's a she's a paladin of Iamede, you know, valorous and uh, glorious, and all that sort of thing. Uh, you know what? I understand that she's she's face down with you know gelatinous cube in combat and and taking it to pieces with her axe, and you know 
and and go on and on about how fabulous and shiny she is. Yeah. Um, which is like 75% legitimate and 25% just, just shining around to see if I can embarrass her as well. She does in fact look slightly awkward and um, there's a bit of a um, mutual attempt to put the credit off on the other person sort of duel. Um, and I would <laughs> and at, at some point curse, we'll see where this is going and um, change the subject before the two of you dig yourself into any holes you can't get back out of. And I would like to take the opportunity to raise my relationship with her. You would be most welcome to. Oh, I put my, um... And in fact, you're about to get a couple of relationship points. Sure. You're welcome to just make this check now and add it in. Um, at, at the conclusion of this lunch, you'll be getting a couple of relationship point awards. So I put my level one into Cursed on the basis that it's been all about his brother. And yeah, that's been the most time doing. That makes sense. Um, so, look, I roll, I produce a result that is one or higher. Yeah, you get a relationship point with Cigarette. Yeah. As she is definitely uncomfortable with this, but she's also clearly kind of flattered that you think that she, that you, you haven't been totally put off by her incompetence as a paladin, no. which is how she sees it. Um, and, um, you know, she's not angry. It's, she's definitely a bit awkward because she doesn't feel like it's praise that she deserves, but she's happy that your opinion of her is yeah, fine. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm not actually, um, I'm not going to actively invent things and say, you know, she cut a flood troll to pieces with one hand and yeah. behind her back. It's no, no, but you know, there's this, this rat beast that was part ghost, part rat. Yeah. And you also kind of terminate this when your mother is starting to, you know, wonder about when exactly Sigrid yeah, no, faced this. She killed them all. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just stood there and looked pretty. Yeah. Alright. And, um, cool. So you, you guys hang out, you have a nice lunch, you all get to know each other a bit, yeah. Elena gets a chance to have a bit more of a conversation with um, Kirsten Sigrin and um, catch up on what you guys have been doing to an extent. Um, so you get some stuff. To begin with, um, Tiari has left you a very appreciative message, yeah. um, which basically boils down to thank you for saving one of our paladins. The Church of Iomedi is in your debt. Yep. The Church of Iomedi expresses this debt by giving you a potion of cure serious wounds and two potions of cure light po- wounds, and the same for Kirsten Peller. Yep. Uh. Uh, the note says at the end, in case they may be needed in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the like church... she's got some comprehension of what's actually happening in the town. Well, you know, she was at that conference. Yes, yes. Um, the church is giving you things that um, they think may come up. So, um, Pella has a truly hofting amount of healing resources at that point. You may wind up with a bit of an excess of... Um, Potions, but yeah. you know, yeah. it, 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 you're, you're never a, going to not need them. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Or Ancurst is certainly a bit light. He's been drinking a lot of them. My question was: Does Sigrun need any? Uh, how prepared are you, Three points of lay on hands is, of course, an important comfort. She has a couple of potions of cure light. Uh, would she like some more? I've got plenty of scrolls that I can use relatively easily. She would not object to say another potion of cure light. So I'll also try. You know, it looks like the town's in trouble, and I'll actually ask her the question. But I presume the answer is pretty much a given. Yes. 
Oh, you know, are you planning, you're, you're planning to stick around for at least a little while, yeah? Of, of course. I, I, I'm, having come out here to help, help this place, I'm not going to run out as soon as it turns out it might actually be in some peril. I have a feeling bad times are coming and we can't have you falling down, so this might help you. I'll give you two cure lights. Sure. At this point, all three of your party members are pretty well stocked. Yep. Um, Palace to a slightly ludicrous extent, but I'm sure it will come in handy sooner or later. The thing is, when there are only scrolls and potions, it takes a while. You you can go through quite a few of them, bringing yourself back up. Yes, that's very true, actually. Potions of... And, and cure, potions of cure moderate sound great, and if you roll well, they're tremendous, but if you roll badly, it, it doesn't. Yeah, like on, mm-hmm. on poor rolls, what I've got from all those cure lights is 12 hit points worth of healing, which yeah. is half my hit points. Alright, and, um, as the lunch draws to its close, people sort of break up into little groups, and people will take you aside. Find this. Section book. Uh, yes. Uh, so to begin with, um, you get a point with Sigrid because yep. you rescued her. <laughs> that was kind of that was important. <laughs> yep. um, and secondly, Curse will take you aside as um, and sort of uh, you know just duck into one of the yeah. side rooms of the house. No Probably actually Lena's studio because she's not in there at the moment. And, like, come up to my bedroom. Yeah, that's very true. That works. Alright, so he'll say he wants to talk to you privately. Hi, no problem. Uh, so, uh, you will be hearing as you go about the town that, uh, it's now publicly ro- known that Roderick was murdered. Why? No one will be talking about who's responsible for that. I want you to know Father and I will make that publicly known. He doesn't want to talk about it too much until after whatever this hammer blow falls. He doesn't want to go into all the details about what you uncovered. If it wasn't for the possible spies within the walls, then he'd warn the town about, then he and Helga would warn the town about what's to come. Absolutely. But we can't afford to let people know. I, I, I understand entirely. The spies are out there listening. Frankly, It'd be better to tell them to let them let them go on, let them go on believing that we thought Roderick was a suicide, but we can't do that to him, not to your family. And he'll it, before his funeral. Aye. But uh, you, I've heard the things that people say about you. After whatever happens, happens. Assuming we all make it through it, uh, you, the town will know what you did for Roderick. I'll make sure of it. I don't know if it'll change people's opinions, but... This... This will be credited to you, Tomar. I'll see to it. I appreciate that, Kirst, but... Don't go to bananas on it. So that probably makes no sense in the D&D context, but you understand what mm. Don't worry, don't, don't worry over much about it. There's many in town that have made up their minds about who and what I am already. And a few pretty words, a few pretty words as an acknowledgement isn't going to change it. Frankly, that's their business at this point. I've, 
long stops trying to be accepted, he says, and looks slightly wistful as if this is only very partially true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, true. And even if it, even if it wasn't Roderick, I'm damn glad to be clearing his name because he deserves a lot better than what he got. Uh, I'm a member of Drew now. That means we stand together or we die apart. That's the vow. Yes. But whether or not it makes any difference, I owe you, and this is what I can do. I just wanted you to know because it'll be at least... It'll be until whatever happens, happens. I, I don't doubt any more than you do that it is coming. I just don't know what it'll look like. I, but you, you were there for me when no one else listened. I won't forget that, ever. And you receive two relationship points with Curse for completing his side quest of clearing his brother of murder. I killed my brother. Because this is a big yeah, deal. <laughs> I can see that it's yeah. in fact important to him. Yeah. And that's basically that scene there. That's the relationship points that you get at this stage. Sure things. And at this point, the afternoon is yours to do with as you will. Let's go shopping! Yep. <laughs> Just... So, yes, you can sell and buy things at this time. Yeah. So, Tamar knows from experience that when he goes to Agrit's, uh, all his money goes out the window on scrolls. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I do actually have to go there first. Um, just need to get the identifiers. Um, what I'm going to do is go and um, talk to what will almost certainly be Sarah the Clamor and say... She's happy to see you. You know, things yeah. have been fraught recently. She's happy to see things, things are coming down. Tamar, good to see you. What can I do for you? Any more trouble, or are you looking to buy some things, sell some things? No more trouble. Our, our friend's still here. Catriza, old Mal. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, he um, seems to feel it'd be safer for the time being. I think at least for the next several days. We'll see from there. Um, it seems to me that there's a bad wind coming, and... When that sort of thing happens, it's always best to have the sharpest and best weapons you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this is a pretty dangerous town, but we are we are tough enough to take it on. And weapons, uh, what ma- it makes the difference between in getting your throat slit and slitting the throat and the last of it came to kill you. I happen to have come into the market for something valuable and sort of pull out the gold coffer with all the jewels over it and say, you know, what do you think this would fetch me? And start talking to her um, and. Uh, I am looking to uh, see if I can source a masterwork bow off her, and I am, because I, I don't, I'm not really going to retroactively masterwork the weapons that I've got. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I effectively be trading them in for masterwork versions. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the, um, the advantage with that is that it's faster. Yeah. And yes, I think a masterwork bow is something you can absolutely source from Glamour. Yeah, a masterwork composite bow and a masterwork dwarven war 
Lex is what I'm looking for. Oh, right. Give me, I'd say give me a luck check in terms of how, because you can absolutely get those things made, but it's, are you, those are quite specific requirements? Yes, yes, it's it's very much, um, I want the, um, somewhat off the shelf as opposed to made, because a week from now might be too late. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted a masterwork longsword, you could just have, or a straight masterwork bow, you could just have that, no problem, but, um, a masterwork dwarven war axe is awfully specific. Well, in fact, I have this masterwork longsword to sell it. Yeah, yeah. She is happy to buy a high quality Curse would like one if you didn't already have one. Yeah, eight. Alright, um, you may pick one of the two that is ready now, yeah. and the other one you can have in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to, um, go down to, um, Anglets. So let's say, which, which one are you having now? Uh, I actually don't know if I am, because what I want to do is identify that magic belt and okay. see if that's something else I want to buy. So, sure. But um, Tomar's line of logic is that he wants to go here first. Yes, so you reserve the you reserve the weapon that you want in case you sell, to prevent her from selling well, it to somebody else. Well, among other things, I literally don't have the cash to buy it off her. Yeah. You know, and don't necessarily have things to give her that she'll want, so I'm going to go and sell stuff first. Yep. Um, and then very much off-screen distribute the proceeds of this around the party. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I am heading to Agritz uh, to buy myself a couple of scrolls of identifying party funds. Yes. By all means. So she is ha- she is happy-ish to see you and very happy to discover that you're actually here to buy things. Yeah. And would be very happy. Yes, I, came, I came into some money recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as you can probably guess, I'm in the market for scrolls. Tomorrow, I haven't heard news as surprising as that in quite some time. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that your newfound good fortune is going to be spent in the house of your old friend, Agrit. Uh, have you something... Have you something that can identify magical objects? Oddly enough, <laughs> she goes and gets a case. <laughs> How many are you wanting? Uh... I think probably a few on general principles where the getting is good. So if I yeah, that's lo- that's logical because you're not necessarily always just going to be in a town where you can just buy as many as you want. So I'm actually going to just piss through most of the party fund on them and buy five of them. Yeah, that's fine. And then immediately burn one. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't afford five because they're 125 a piece, not um, 25 a piece. All right. So um, you identify the bell. Yes. So Tamara is going to. Cast the scroll, sit down in meditation on it, basically tilt his head and listen to the wind for how he does this, um, and put one hand on Gale while Gale holds the belt and basically sits on my lap and stroke her feathers and absorb the magic of it through her. You um, see images in your mind of um, Tamar unusually agilely flipping and dodging past enemies as they try and strike him but fail to do so. Fascinating. It is a belt of tumbling. It gives you a plus four bonus to move through threatened squares or through an enemy square. It is valued at 800 GP. 
So 800 is what I'd pay in a shop, so 400 is what it's worth. Yes, 400. You can sell it to someone like Agrit for 400 GP. Cool. Um, I will certainly wave around and see if anyone wants it first. I don't. Um, yeah, I think um, it someone... Makes, it makes me slightly less naff at something like Yeah, yeah, so, so someone, would be inter- someone would be interested in that, I yeah. would say, at least contemplating it. Yeah. Uh, particularly as, you know, no one has any slots right now. On the other hand, that's quite an investment of treasure, so we'll have yep. to see how much money they actually get. So, yep. yep, someone is potentially interested in that. Cool. So I will sell a bunch of things to Agrit yep. miscellaneously. Yeah, so broadly speaking, you can sell quite a few of the valuable magical items that you don't want to Agrit, yep. and the um, weapons and armor you can sell to Sarah, and... Um, Anything odd or strange you can sell to the um, proprietor of... Um, the that and such. That and such. I am, in fact, heading to that and such. Uh, I don't know whether you want this character on screen or not. Yeah, I think um, I think yes. Let me just find the um, description of her. Crazy Jess Mason. That's right. Crazy Jess. So um, when you enter the shop, she is... Um, pointing a crossbow just past your head, which she then fires into a nearby target. That, that, yep, that tests out. Ah, Tamar, what can I do for you? Don't have a lot of scrolls and the like, I'm afraid. Not, not much with the fancy magical stuff. Have you got anything that might be interesting? Any salvage? Uh, aye, aye. A few odds and sods. Uh. Good, good. Come in, come in, just... Mind, mind the cape, mind the cape, and she sort of repositions stuff a bit so that you can actually fit into the shop, which, frankly, for a dwarf, your, um, uh, size and general breadth of shoulder is not as easy as you might think, yeah. but you do, she, she repositions things and moves through perilously leading things right before they land in your head, and you do make it in the door. Um, I'm in, I'm in the market for a few more of your metal scraps that you turn to caltrops. Ah, excellent. Because uh, you never know when someone might be sneaking up on you. Aye, but I can say with assurance now, these things are not acid-proof. They do melt under enough force. What we are throwing caltrips at that it spits acid? I wish I knew. They worked. It stabbed it before before they what melted. More, what more do you want? Aye, I'm not disputing it. I don't want my money back. I just want more of them. Oh, well, that I can certainly do, yeah, but I want some salvage in return, you hear? What do you got to offer me? I uh, well, I think you might find this interesting. What have I got that you actually find interesting? Um, stuff, miscellaneously. Um, Give me something on screen, given we've got the character on screen. Uh, presuming that um, Curse doesn't want them, we'll get the thieves' tools out. Ah, yes. <laughs> this... I've got this fine collection of rather odd bits and wires. Not really sure what they're for, but they seem to be in this nicely arranged case. And her eyes light up a bit, and then she looks at you, and... Well, I suppose the case is worth something. Aye. (laughs) And there's a a bit of haggling back and forth, but oddly enough, they do turn out to be worth something to her. Yep. And yes, she will happily sell you some caltrops, and you can indeed... Spend the afternoon going around the stores yeah, and um, haggling. haggling, and then um, just before sunset, um, 
a um, small gnome on a wolf ride, rides up to you, which is looking for you for some time, possibly just as you're, um, like, dithering between things that aggregates, which is, of course, where you've yep. wound up as your money yep. supply starts to dwindle again. Yep. I can't have all of these. Tamar, Tamar! Kezia, the sunset's just landed. Aye. And, um, from inside the shop, you hear yeah. a very foul dwarven curse. Couldn't have left it five more minutes. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Andrew. Uh, I'll, I'll be back. Uh, no, don't, don't wait up on me. We're back tomorrow if I need anything. <sighs> I suppose at least he bought the other device. <laughs> more dwarven curses than mess at low volume from the shop. You're not entirely meant to hear them, but you're not entirely not meant well, to hear them. Well, that's what a good perception check is for. Yeah. All right, and... um. You know those obscure fields that you and Kirst spent all that time experimenting with stuff in? Yep. In one of them is a, um, is a, uh, shall we say a person. Yeah. On a magic, on a magic carpet floating just above the ground. Um, they are sitting in kind of a meditative stance and there are various interesting things propped up around the carpet. And, um, their eyes are shut. But um, as you come clanking loudly and yeah. viciously up, up, they're I'm certainly not trying to surprise it. Is no, uh, uh, her eyes open. Kazia, I see you tomorrow. Oh. Do you have anything for me? Ah, uh, uh, bits and pieces. I have money. I know. I happen to know you like money. <laughs> if nothing better. Uh, uh, suffices. Perhaps I have something to tempt you. If you have come into money, perhaps you can afford some of my more interesting wares. Aye, very likely. Um, I will look slightly sideways at her and say, you're not planning on staying too long, are you? Just the one, just the one night, I think. I think tonight will be better than another night, perhaps. I, it's about what I was expecting of you, but I think that might well enough be true. Oh. Sunset is an interesting time. Many things happen. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can do some business then. Perhaps we may. I will start rifling through my things and seeing... Um, and yes, this is an opportunity to potentially buy stuff that um, may not be available at Agrit's stores. Yeah. And certainly if nothing else comes to mind, you can at this juncture... Let us say that um, the one that... Um, that um, Sara can do you a masterwork composite bow, but does not happen to have a masterwork dwarven war axe, although she'd be interested in making one... This is the kind of thing that you could find in Casia's supplies. Yeah. Uh, so I will piss through a ton of money very rapidly. So if you're going to spend some time doing math, I'll start on the characters' things. If you've got I'm largely not, sorted I'm not out, I'm spend a lot of time doing math. Um, I'm going to buy that um, masterwork bright metal bow from Sarah. And then um, uh, possibly buy some um, scrolls from Kazia the Sunset. Yep. Um, but that won't take me more than sort of two minutes to do. 
I'll, I'll at least look up what I'll see if I can look up what the NPC's GP values are. Page 135. Alright. I'm going to part with some more of my money and um, go bankrupt very quickly. Yeah. Um, and buy a scroll of spider climb and a scroll of protection from arrows. Nice. <laughs> it is sad when one's desires do not equal the weight of one's purse. But you have enough to afford some little things. I'll sort of look at like the other one of the um, the the scroll of um, spiritual weapon and that I'll look at it and go oh, I, uh, uh. Next time you must bring me something more interesting, rare, then perhaps I can do you a better price on these kinds of things. And she kind of, fl- I'm going to just use, you don't know what gender she, she is, but I'm just going she to use she. I'm going to use she because that gets tiring over the long haul. She sort of flips the um, the scroll spider climb slightly disdainfully. Yeah. This is pretty low end as far as she's concerned. Aye, but that's what I can afford. I'd love to buy a, a nice handy haversack or something for mm. you, but you won't give it to me for free for some reason. Mm. Yes, other other party members may actually turn up for similar things. Kirst wants one pretty badly because his um, carrying capacity is pretty now, dark. Now what could we do on a bulk order of handy house? <laughs> um, she tends to trade in ones, so it's very much a, you know, if, you, if several of your party members want things, one of them can have one, of, be, one object. Because I feel bad about not being able to buy the other second little scrolls that I want. I'll uh, treat myself to a scroll of Speak with Animals instead. Okay. It's much cheaper. Yeah. This is why Tomar never manages to save any money. I have 85 gold pieces left of that treasure pile, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Even by PC standards, that that's pretty that's pretty intense. I don't know. I mean, that bow is 500 gold pieces. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. On the other hand, no one said you had to buy a 500 gold piece weapon for your secondary weapon. No, that's my primary weapon. Oh, yeah, right. The melee, the melee is my secondary. It's just you've done a lot more axing thus far. Uh, close quarter, close corridors. Yeah, very true. Oh, and, um, something I, um, meant to cover on screen, and in fact, for retroactively, at lunch, um, Kurt is, is, uh, Sigrun, I, um, my bro- we'll be laying my brother Roderick to rest tomorrow night. I know you didn't know him, but as someone who endeavoured to look into what was happening here, I, I would I would like you to come if you would. And Sigrid nodded. I'd be very happy to. So um, she's coming to the funeral yeah. as well. You and Pella were already invited, yeah, but um, she is she is I, invited I as well. I imagine it's going to be a um, a reasonably large affair because it was fairly popular. Yeah, but um, it's going it's not it, it's going to be a moderately large affair. The the grass is sort of keeping it to people that they're particularly close to because yeah. it's kind of a, a pretty rough time. So there'll kind of be a bit more of a like. There'll be a little bit of a memorial elsewhere, but this this particular thing is just for particularly close friends. It's fair. But Kirst gets to invite the people that he wants because he is unquestionably the person who was closest to Roderick. All right, and you have spent all of your money, as PCs are wont to do. 
So. Oh. oh, you're right. I can't cast high, high end sorcerer spells because I'm not uh, charismatic enough of scrolls. I didn't think so. Not without cheating and use magic devices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can make the use magic device checks, but you can't just pretend yourself yeah. into the charisma without actually making the roll. I, I actually really can't. They're way too hard at this level. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, frankly, you also can't afford them. So it's really... Yeah, yeah, they're one of those I need to roll a 25 on the dice and then add it to my use magic device. All right, so, um, you know, you see, um, frankly, you see Kirsten Peller about the town. Yeah. Um, they are running similar errands to you because yep. you've effectively um, uh, divvied the treasure between you. Very much so. Um, you're largely doing the selling because you're the most familiar with all the merchants in town. Yeah. Um, but um, they are also purchasing things, um, which we will cover when I actually buy them things. Um, and then, um, you know, I imagine it's kind of a quiet evening of um, going home and lying on top of all your scrolls like a dragon and uh, lying on your bed and reading them all, and looking them at all and stroking them. Possibly the phrase, my precious. <laughs> no. I'm stroking Gail, who is reading the scrolls with... So I think the, the camera pans over Tomar kind of lying on his bed surrounded yes. by um, piles of magical paper. We, and Raven, we are indeed doing the Scrooge McDuck. And Raven sort of perched thoughtfully on his shoulder, peering over, perched on the bed, peering over his shoulder at a scroll. Crow. Crow, sorry. It's it's a Raven statistically. It's a yeah. crow. Um... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, should, I need to remember it's like Toma, Tomar's surname. Yep. All right, and um, eventually you, um, I imagine, put your scrolls carefully away rather than just fall asleep on top in, of them. In one of the things I bought that was that lovely steel scroll case. Yes, well, frankly, with the number of scrolls you get, some of them are in steel scroll case. Yeah, well, there was another scroll case. I also bought that. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, yes, you put them away in your various scroll cases. Each one meticulously labeled. Yeah, and um, go to sleep, and um, Tomar sleeps. And dreams. Oh god, box. And yes, it it is another bad one. Even though it hasn't been very many nights, this is un- this is definitely unusually yeah. frequent at this point. But then you can sort of understand why the storm is coming. The storm is coming, and perhaps you will have the dreams more frequently right now. You have the um. You have the visions, you see the battlefield, you see storms, you see fire, uh, and you see a group of dark figures dressed in leather armor slip quietly through the night, long blades at their sides. They approach a small building and one of them points the others to surround it. She pulls out lockpicks and begins working on a window. This time, as you see this image that you've seen before, you see the house, and something about it's very dark, but something about it it rings a bell with you, and as you you focus on that window and there's a small scorch mark beside the window where someone may have had an accident and as it, as you focus on that, you realize this house these people are breaking into. It's your house. Nice. And you wake up in bed, and there is a rattling noise coming from somewhere in the house. Nice. Roll for initiative. 
It's the middle of the night. Everyone at Pella is asleep in this house. Elena is asleep in this house. But you are awake. And for this, I think we're going to need a bit of a map. So, Okay, so where are we at on our initiative? I've got sitting down here. Alright, so Tamar's sitting on a nine. Cool. Um, we'll put our assassin friends on a sixteen. Yep. And Pella, who's um, just trying to embrace consciousness at this point, gets a four. Yep. Is Elena on the initiative track, or is she? She is indeed. Uh, give it, put her in as a nine. She better or worse than my two. Yeah, uh, worse. Cool. So, what you saw was the start of them breaking up in the ha- breaking into the house. Yeah. But when you wake up, is as they have largely achieved. This. Very much so. Like coming out of sleep. Yeah. But what you get from your um, ability, prophetic dreams, it's the ability to wake up without making any checks. Yeah. Which is extremely relevant to you at this point. So. Hear a rattle, rattle noise that sounds suspiciously like an assassin gliding into the room. Yeah. And beating you in this. He does have to actually open the window and climb in, but he does have enough movement to do both. of damage. I'll get you a bit of notepaper if you don't have one. Did do treasure division. Here you go. And made me a fortitude save. Eight. Ten if it's poison. It is. Okay, and um, are you content with that number? You Um. are... you are close to making that, but you are also welcome to just take it. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm okay. Rolled poorly. You take a point of dex damage. Used to, um... You're not used to waking up with poison poison knives through the shoulder, is it? Yeah. Yes, it is indeed a poison knife. It is indeed a, um, a sharp blade pierces your shoulder. And, you yeah, know, there is a, um... There is a woman standing over you who, to your dwarven dark vision, looks a lot like this. Is she... I can't make her out from over here. Is she a half-orc? No, she's a human. Right. 
Do you want me to bring the picture closer? No, no, I just can't make out the fine details of the yeah. place. She's kind of dark-skinned. Yeah. Which could be green and fangy, or yeah. could just be she's dark-skinned. No, I think Tomara in the night definitely looks at her and sees a half-orc. Yeah. As he looks at her more carefully, he yeah. sees a lack of fangs. Yeah, I can't see in colour anyway. Yeah. yeah. This one is going to come in here and make an attack. Which will Yep. So this one crits Pella. Yep. Um, which she can take. Um, so she doesn't desperately need to spend a hero point on that at this stage, but she takes a nastier blow through the shoulder and immediately wakes up. So that's that problem solved. This one gets the door open and moves into the room. And actually, this one gets the door open and has a look around. Yep. Uh, these two found bedrooms, this one doesn't um, necessarily know exactly what he's looking for. Alright, and that's all of them. Oh, yeah, and Pella makes a save versus um, being stabbed and um, is okay. Because she's got hardy hardy no constitution. Mm-hmm. Unlike like crappy crappy dwarf constitution. She and... rolled better than you. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that will do that. Alright, and it is... Um, and of course, um, there is a wolf sleeping in Pella's bedroom, which is not a relevant point at this juncture. But it's not his turn. I make Pella, I make Pella and Wolf some um, perception check, but from sleep, neither of them hear sneaky assassins. And unsurprisingly, neither does Alea. Could you take an additional two points of damage? I could. As the assassins belatedly remember that they have sneak attack. I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel retroactively worse. Yeah. Alright. Make some noise there. Um, alas, uh, the one thing I don't have in my pants is a thunderstone. Yeah. <laughs> I, looked, I went back and looked, but alas, I haven't bought one. Um... So, Tamar will, is sort of coming out of a half-sleep, yeah. jumping from having a nightmare to having a nightmare being real, to opening his eyes to find a half-walk leaning over the bed, and then the whole thing coalesces as she yeah. stabs down into him. Um, at which point, from the bed, he will start bellowing at the top of his lungs, uh, which the player will not replicate in the volume, um, but in the in the classic fashion, awake, awake, fear, fire, foes, awake, awake. That is indeed the classics. Roll around on my bed. Um, where's all my stuff here? Uh, so is it, is it sitting conveniently in a bag by the bed? I think you, the stuff that you keep in your backpack is near the bed in yeah. a backpack. Yeah. Scrolls and scroll cases, things of that nature. Um, likely one or two weapons are within easy grabbing distance around your bed. You yeah. can declare 
I'd say the rest of the weapons would be further afield. Yeah, also, uh, okay. so well, I, I think you can roll one at random. Well, I'm perfectly happy to say you can declare the weapon that you most want to have is the weapon that you keep over your bed. That'll just be the same weapon you get next time it's a um, night nighttime ambush. In any case, it's the bag I want. Yeah. So tomorrow. Yeah, you can sort of basically you can wiggle round on the bed, go for the foot of yeah. the bed, past the assassin, lean over the side of the bed, reach down with the bag. Lightning rummage until I find what I'm looking for, and yank out a thick, short rod about yay long, shouting, Awake, awake! Fair, fire, foes, awake! And smash it vaguely in the direction of the assassin into the side of the bed, and the room goes poof and fills with fog as I smash a smokestack over it. Oh, nice! Cool, and the room fills with a cloud of smoke, I would imagine. Yep, it does indeed. A big-ass cloud of smoke. Uh, so... Uh... I won't doodle this on the map, but it's a ten-foot cube, so it'll fill that room. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pretty content to declare that entire room is filled with smoke. Um... How impeded is the assassin in stabbing you at this point? What kind of penalty is he taking? So... That's draw as a free action. Yeah. Smash the smokestick as a standard action. Uh, move action, I get up. Yeah. At which point I provoke from him, and I now have a 20% concealment of them. Cool. All right. So I'm right next to her. All right. So, um, Z10, 1 to 2, she misses you. Yep. Uh, she does not miss you. No. She can still see me reasonably clearly. Uh, well, at least she doesn't miss you from that. Uh... Alright, um, and that's a relatively lousy roll. Does she get the thing of you being prone? Because she's not... I don't uh, know. Yes, I'm still prone because I'm provoking yeah. from her as I stand. So that's a 12. Hits me. Yeah. But you are no longer flat-footed, so she doesn't sneak attack you. Yeah. And the poison is expended at this point. Um, that's another five points of damage. Yep. So she stabs you. It's all good. And you're up. And that's all my actions. Yep. <laughs> okay. Alright. Wolf gets up, provoking from the assassin, who doesn't take the um, attack of opportunity on him, whereupon he bites her. Ooh. Ah. Alright. So he doesn't crit her. He merely chomps on her viciously. Then he tries to trip her. And then he trips her. So Wolf bites the assassin and brings her down. Um, at which point Pella uses a move action to get up. Yep. Which provokes from the prone assassin. Okay, might as well take the stab. Uh, who takes a swing. Rolls a nice solid number, but then subtracts four from it. Yep, and Pella rolls out of the way. No, the the minus fours are actually cancelled out because Pella's prone as well, isn't she? Correct. They're both lying on the ground. Yep. So Assassin yeah. takes a minus four and a plus four, so it rolls in net nothing. Yep, so that's 15. So, yeah, without the shield out, not having had an opportunity to draw it, yes, that will, in fact, hit. So that's another. Yep. Hella looks pretty awful. And. 
clasped her hands around herself. Trees grow, plants twine. Heal me now. And cast the cure light wounds. Whoa, rolls really, really, really well. And picks up quite a few hit points back. And that's her. And Alina, who acted in the middle there, uh, wakes up at this point with the various bonus that somebody's shouting really loud. Yeah. And wakes up, gets up, and moves cautiously and has a little bit of a peer around to see what's going on. Now, my understanding is that she is... um uh, completely useless at any sort of martial skill. I'm playing her out because it's relevant what happens to her and, Co- correct. This, this, and because she has healing capacity. This is determining what Tamar will do yeah. based on what he knows. Yes, she is, um, she has no martial abilities. Yep. All good. Alright, and it is Team Assassin. Okay, so this fellow is going to take a swing at you. This girl is going to take a swing at you and roll her minus... Uh, yeah, so she's at 20% concealment, no other bonuses or penalties. Yep. Alright, and she misses you. I fade into the fog like yep. that, man. Yep, she, um, she takes a swing at you, and um, she hits something which proves to be one of the um, upturned weapons sticking out yep. that looks a bit like a dwarf might be <laughs> yep. under it. Yep. <laughs> and that's her. Um, and this is basically here forever, so... Yeah. So, Pala's using a move action to stand up. Yep. As part of that, can she draw her hooked hammer? Uh, good question. Because I know if she was moving, she could. Because she's got a, like, she's grabbing it off the wall over her bed, basically. Uh, no, you can combine this action with a regular move. Yeah. Standing up is not a regular move. So, no, she needs to spend a move action to draw a weapon as well. Yeah. Although she can then do it while she is walking around the room or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So she hasn't got a weapon out at this stage, which is relevant because the assassin stands up and... Pro- Actually... The assassin probably not going. I mean, she sees Paladin doesn't have a weapon, but she's got a wolf but there. Wolf has a weapon. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, her options are all terrible. Yeah, because if she moves back, she will also she provoke. can five foot crawl away as a move action, which will provoke as well. Yeah. No. All right. At that point, she will stand up and provoke from both of them, and Wolf will have another bite at her. Yeah. yeah unless you've got particular Wang, there isn't much um, you can do while you're prone. Yeah. So she wants to get her butt off the ground. Uh. 
Yep, and that will hit her again. Oof. Alright. Sorry, wrong dice. Getting used to his um, new fearsome bite. Alright, um... Alright, so she takes some more damage, and he endeavors to trip her again. Um, and does not succeed this time. She manages to stay on her feet. Um, so that's her move action, she gets up. Yep. Um, and then, um, for her standard, she's actually going to stab a wolf on the basis that it, it, yeah, it's a lot more dangerous because it's it's um she's um it may not be her priority target, but it is the thing that's you know eating her. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I mean, <laughs> she's presumably not getting paid by the wolf, but she's also not getting paid to die. Yeah. However, um, wolf dodges and she misses him flat. Um, our friend here. Is going to move along, glance into both bedrooms, and yeah. move back. Um, and then, so as a move action, yeah. and then as another move action, he's going to climb up the stairs and come to about here. So he double moves and takes his look around the house. Yep. Um, it's about what he can accomplish. Yep. He sees Elena in there and then moves straight past her and keeps going. At which point you may not have known there was a third guy in the house, but you can sort of see through the smoke that there is yeah, someone yeah, I'm, climbing I'm, cer- I'm certainly bellowing for um for my father. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um yeah, that's right. And um you'll hear a response from her on her around. Yep. Alright. And um Cool, and that's uh oh no, and that's those two assassins. And then the assassin fighting Tomar missed. He stabs me. Yes, that's right. He missed missed through the smoke. Cool. It's Tomar's turn. So, uh, this map is exactly what it says on the tin. I'm in this little room here. There's another little room here. Uh, I'm visualizing this is more of a big bedroom. Okay. Um, so the walls, consider those walls aren't there. This is a bigger bedroom as opposed to a room. And there's no, um, this is, these are two adjoining rooms rather than having a gap here. Okay. That changes my plan. So, for starters, this whole thing is full of smoke. smoke. Yeah. Um, is Pella's door open? No, it's shut. Okay, so her room is not filled with smoke. No. Because they've come in and shut the doors behind them as part of their sneaky... Well, the, 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 um, because your two bedroom door, because oh, yeah. they came in through the windows, because yeah. you explicitly declared that your room had a tree that, um, open to the ground and pellets wood as well. Okay, so, these two are squished together. Yeah. From Pella's room, what are the ways in and out? So, there's a window you can climb in and out of, which yeah. is presently open. Um, I think your room window would be open, but there's enough smoke that it's not Dissipating yeah, very fast. The smoke is horrendous. It's yeah. a big thing. Um, so, and uh, there's... A moderate wind will disperse it in four rounds. Yeah, and I'm declaring that there's a staircase on either side. Yep. So there's a door there and a door between her room and your room. Okay, so that being the case, 
I will grab some things from in front of this assassin. Yep. Um, which... I don't think provokes as you have lightning draw. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, do you have the house rules there? I do. I yeah. have to read it. I know it makes um, interacting with them a free action. Uh, yeah, drawing drawing objects no longer provokes attacks of opportunities. For yeah, that, that, that's the advantage of taking the second tier one. Cool. You can have whatever you, you draw whatever you want as fast as you please. Okay, so in the case, I am going to uh, roll and see what the thing sitting closest to my bed is. Sure. The random weapon. That I I'm, just, I'm perfectly happy for you to decree which one um, seems the most helpful for midnight ambush because that. Seems like, the, but if you want the excitement of the random one, you can have the excitement of the random one. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's the new shiny thing that I've just gotten, which is my um, masterwork morning star. Yeah, that, 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 that makes a certain amount of sense because it's in my loot pile, yeah. so it's sitting by the side of the bed. Yeah. So Tamar will roll off the bed. This is sort of part of my getting up act. Yeah. I roll off the bed, reach down, grab the morning star, pick it up, grab the bag with the other hand because I yeah. want that. Um, and then I am just going to bolt, uh, provoking from her. Cool. All right. She takes a um, she takes a swing at you yep, and, miss, miss and misses on the twenty percent miss chance again. It's, it's not a very high probability, but she's she's just doing it. Uh, and at this point, once I'm more than five feet away, I can't be located by sight anymore. Right. Yep. Although. Um, because I have no idea whether my mother's awake, alive, dead, um, where the house is full of assassins, I'm just yelling, awake, 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 yeah, yeah. on top of my lungs anyway. So I don't think there's any point rolling stealth checks there. Yeah, sure. Um, so roll from there, at which point the door is shut. Given that these things are all happening simultaneously, Elena has got to call out to you on her round. Yeah. So I'm content to say that at that point you stop yelling and become harder to locate. Oh yeah, that makes a certain amount of sense. So you hear, you hear Elena, you hear, um, you know, awake, 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 you hear, I hear you, son. Are you alright? Hmm? Yeah, I, I'm totally not Elena. I hear you, son. Are you alright? Stay where you are. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I roll to there. Uh, now I can't open the door and then move through it because it's a move action to open the door, so I'm interrupting my action to do it. Yeah, I don't believe you can do both of those things. Cool. Um, hang on, you've got, you've moved, you've got another move action. I have got another move action, but what I can't do is open the door and then move through it. Yeah, no, I don't think. It seems like that would be more part of a move action. I'm happy either way. Yeah, no, I'm okay for you to open the door and move, given that you're... What you can't do is attack on the other side of the door. Okay, at which point I will... Uh, appear there, yeah. To the here. Is uh, there enough smoke to fill both rooms now that you open that door? Uh, yes, but it's not going to start flooding in instantaneously. It's basically every round it expands by another 20 feet. Right, yeah. And my plan is actually to shut this door behind me, so okay. what I would say is there is probably smoke leaking in here, but yep. not enough to actually meaningfully create any mechanical effect. All right, at the point that you're opening the door, moving in, and shutting the door behind you, I think that's yeah, your whole action. I may not have the action to shut it as well. I'm good for you to shut it, but that's, that's it. You open the door... You move in, you shut the door. Okay, so I'm basically going. To You're basically you, one action moving across, one move action moving across the room. Second action interacting with the door. So I'm basically going to step into Pella's room and um, block the door. 
and yes. doesn't physically yep. put my back to it, but particularly if it opens parallel woods, but yep. if not, I'll physically block it with my body. Oh, yeah. Um, and that is me out of actions. Yep. Alright, um, Elena, um, moves cautiously forward and peers down the corridor. That's not staying where I told you and being safe. I can't see you doing it, but I'm irritated. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's um she's interpreting your actions via um what she thinks is the most sensible thing to do. It's fair. Um so and then it's Pella. Yep. Um so we will again start with Wolf. Yep. Who feels pretty good about this assassin chomping and is gonna try to pick it up. However, this time he rolls a flat miss. Um and then Paula picks the um uh, gnome hooked hammer off the wall and her heavy shield off the wall and uh, becomes considerably clankier. Ducks behind them. And um, actually, she does those things and as she looks around at this um, woman who's come into her bedroom, brutally stabbed her, as she hears her adopted mother um, calling out from downstairs as she sees you Dashin obviously also wounded. Yeah. Um, Pella bites her loyal lip and draws blood, and she snarls at the woman, and it is the sound of a cornered wolf, and Pella rages. <laughs> this is not okay with her. She's drawing a line and taking a stand. This, this is not cool. Picks up some temporary hit points, and that is her. I will... I noted down everything about rage except that. I'll just have a look at how many temperate hit points. Two points per level. Cool. Okay, so. Six. So it's not setting the world on fire, but quite good given her current hit point total. Although it does, she certainly looks better than she did before. Yeah. Cool. Alright, and she's also now um, considerably more difficult to hit and can actually make attacks of opportunity, so that's nice. Alright, and. Um, that is her, and it is the assassins. Yep. Alright, so, um, I'm not actually super happy with your position here. She's going to make an acrobatics check. This is a fabulous fight. Well done. <laughs> uh, yep, she makes that, and, um, moves out to here. Yep. Um, not super happy about... She doesn't actually... Like, this wall isn't here. Actually, this wall isn't here, so she moves just flat back. Yep. Um, gets her back against the wall, but not super keen for you to surround her. Yeah, I'm, I'm good for her not to stand next to me. Yeah. I've got spells to be casting. Yeah, so she will make an attack on Wolf and yeah, then tumble. All the way, makes yep. sense. All right, and... She misses him. Yep. Falls back. And, um... I don't think calls out. She wants the other guys to come in here, but it's just not her nature to make a lot of noise while she's doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, however, there is there is combat going on. There is snarling and fighting noises, and these guys are going to make a perception check to work out which way you went. Yeah, I mean, they can't see me, but on the other hand, I'm making lots of noise, so... Uh, so, um, they split the difference. Yep. This guy is going to go down the stairs and have a look around for you downstairs and spend his action establishing that you didn't go downstairs. This guy is going to hear something and come to the door. Yep. Um, 
at which point um, you're not effectively holding the door, are you? You're just standing in front of it? Uh, that depends which way the door opens. Um, in, in, inwards towards Pella's room. In that case, yes, I am down well holding it. I'm standing in front of it, putting my back to it and bracing it. Okay, give me an opposed strength check. And he ha- he spends his action trying to get the door open. 29. And the door is shut. Yep. It is held by those who are dwarf. The dwarves keep it. It is shut. Alright, he fails that action. And um, there's definitely some swearing going on from outside the door. Um, this, 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 sorry, this one's a girl too. Um, she pulls on the door, it doesn't open. Um, no, that's right, the one who went downstairs, the girl. He pulls on the door, it doesn't open. This girl does, does not look happy at all. She, she, she doesn't look happy. She, this is, this is not cool. Alright, and, um, that is them. Um, and it is Tamar. Oh, that's a pisser. The other one's gone downstairs. Um, well, you know, you don't know what he's going to do. No, but um, actually, do I even know that's happened? No, because I can't see them at all. No, no, the the room is filled with smoke. Um, you know that there's somebody pulling on the door. Um, so clearly, assassins are trying to break into the bedroom. So I put my back to the door. Bang, bang, bang! Rummage round in the pack. <laughs> are you going to cast your scroll of hold portal? On my stairs. Dennis, no, door, stick him. <laughs> yes, I cast whole portal on the door. Okay, um, Bob over here is going to make his, um... Spellcraft? Spellcraft. See if he works out that that's happened. So Bob, Bob does not realize that you are doing this, Bob. He, you know, you're casting, it sounds like you're yeah, casting I cast a, something. Yeah, it sounds like you're casting a spell, but that could be anything. You could be yeah. setting his friend's hair on fire. He doesn't know. I use my scroll of whole portal. Yep. Alright, so, I never thought this would come up, but can we just ah, have a look and, and find laughed. out? Yeah, I laughed, and now it turned out that this very session you found a portal to hold. What so, does hold portal do? Uh, the door is magically shut and locked. Yeah. Um, as if it was securely closed and normally locked. Uh, he damn sure doesn't have a knock spell or a dispel magic. Either. Quite certainly not. But and the don't... door is five harder to force than it would otherwise be. Okay. Um, there's, technically speaking... Um... All right, so he's going to need to spend at least one round trying this because he doesn't know it's that you've done that. Is it? I'm just yeah. going gonna to look up the DCs for forcing a door. Yeah. Because he's going to try this. Be- you know, if he realized you'd cast a whole person, he might try another route, but he's not going to know. So he's going to try and force it, at which point I need to know whether he can pull that off. Um, and I'm totally happy with your call as to whether the um, door can be picked or not. It's, it, it makes it five more difficult to pick than it otherwise would be. No, he's um, he's not got that kind of time. I know you can technically pick a lock as a... But it's not going to occur to him that it's locked. No. He's going to think it's, like, barred or something. Yeah, or I've dumped a... Um, yeah, or a, a piece of furniture across it or something. In that yeah, we have this. Here is the page for doors. Of course, this is, like, a door in your house. Um, all right, but it's a... Tw- right, okay, that's a 30 DC. Uh, that, that's either a 30 or a 25 DC. Yeah, yeah. And 
Hold portal, baby. Yeah. Oh, the future. All right, he has to spend his next round trying to break it to determine he can't, however. Yeah. All right, that's right. Anyway, Bruno... I refuse to use offensive actions, but I can use alchemical <laughs> bullshit and random spells. All right, but... Um, brooding over his lost actions is not his style. Yeah. So he's going to... Uh, it's, not his, it's not his turn to brood over his lost actions. It's Elena's turn. Elena peeks down the corridor, sees the assassin, ducks back inside the bedroom. Yeah. So, um... She's looking for a clear path to go upstairs and not finding one. I am actually moving to... Oh, sorry. Free, free action draw, standard action, hold portal. Yeah. Move action 20 foot across the room. Okay. I don't know if that's another door there to the stairwell or not. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Move action. So you can go across here without... Yep, you can, because there's not a wall there yet. So you you move past her without provoking. Yep, I run across the room. Um, yeah. Calling to Pella, who knows this full well, but Tamara's panicking a bit at this point. Mother's down. Mother's downstairs. And, uh, Pella looks worried. All right. Um. Doors... He, he literally sort of just rushes past. Doors secure. Doors secure. Mars downstairs. All right. Um, so Paller at that point. Um, uh, wolf sick. Uh, so wolf's gonna go five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 25, 30, yeah. and um, head downstairs where he finds an assassin. Yeah. And. Um, she sends Wolf after that one, yep. and she's going to go stab this one because she's fairly angry and taking straight line actions. So that guy dodges the wolf fight. Uh, Pella moves up, and it does hit this lady with her hooked hammer. Uh, quite effectively hits her with a hooked hammer. And whoever still suffering from being a gnome. Ooh! I know it with a big hook. A strong gnome, however, a strong gnome. Alright, and yes, that's um and she looks very badly hurt. Alright. Um Okay, and... Team Assassin. Oh, wait, a raging gnome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she looks retroactively better. She looks, she, and she falls... Pella hits her across the side of the head with the hooked hammer, and her eyes cross, her skull cracks, and she drops to the ground and commences bleeding to death. Yep. <laughs> Alright. And that's Team Pella. And it is Team Assassin. Team Assassin. Alright. Guy who's being attacked by a wolf is going to acrobatics his way out of this doesn't want to be attacked by a wolf noise and climb the stairs. Yep. And um, then he's going to feel his way across the room yep. and double move up to the door on the basis that he wants to be further from the wolf. And um, try and find his actual Goram targets in this Goram nightmare of a building with Goram smoke everywhere. God, I wish I had another whole portal for the other side. Um, <laughs> Lock them in there and burn the room down. 
Um, Elena would like to report that this is her actual house. Yeah, it's my house too. But... Um, Alright, this guy spends his round trying to break down the door. He fails to break down the door and accepts that this is now a task beyond his power. But that's, he spends his round doing it fundamentally. Yeah. Uh, he, he knows he can climb out the window and get in from the other side, but unfortunately he didn't know until then that he can't break the door down, so. Yeah. Um, however, he does, com- you hear low voice talking as he communicates to his buddy that this door is unbreakable and they need to go in the other way. Alright, and um, they spend their round being stalled by all your Goram um, stalling mechanisms. Yep, yep, that's the plan. Yeah, I mean, this guy could have attacked the wolf, but he doesn't want to fight wolves. He wants to leave wolves, and wolves are not his priority. Okay, then we're back to me. Yep. Okay, so... Um, if I have this map correctly, and if yeah. not... Uh, it's, so, a bit of, it's a bit approximate. So I've got a window sort of somewhere here yeah. where they've come through? Yeah. And, and there's another window here-ish. Yeah. How can I get to here if I go out down the stairs? Uh, if you go if out go down, down the, the stairs, stairs... I come out here. Yeah, you can go out the front door and then yeah. come round this side. So it's this one I want to get to, my window. Yeah, that, that will... um. Which is presumably me coming around here, yeah. basically, because I'm upstairs here. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, so I come out, presuming I've got... 10, 15, 20... I think you can get to about here on a yeah. double move. Yeah. So I will double move to here where I can see the window. Yeah. Where it has um, smoke is coming out the window, but it will by no means obscure this because yeah. there's not enough smoke there. Yeah. Um, and that is me. I double move out. Cool. Um, Wolf, finding no targets in his immediate vicinity, heads back to Pella. Yeah. Who... um joins you, fundamentally. She's got a bit of extra movement with Wolf, but she uses most of it to um, find the two of them finding each other, and they um, back you up. As soon as I see you coming, I'm going to point her backwards and say to her, her, the stairs, the stairs. Alright. So she will, um, so as she sees you make that, she will, um, Basically, my plan to um, fill the GM in yeah. um, is we're going to pinch them because they can't get out that way. So they can get out this way or the window. Um, I'm about to put either a bear trap or a bunch of caltrops under the window. Yeah. Um, at which point they go back out that way. But if Pella's standing there, we kick them in the face. Okay, so given that you could have conveyed this to Pella before you left the room, yeah. um, she comes down to guard the stairs yep. and prevent them from getting out that. So she joins up with Wolf and they guard the stairs. Yep. And um, the other guy up there will... Neither of us have got time to kill him, so he'll either bleed to death or get better on his own. Yep. Or in theory, his buddies will come and help him, but I don't think that's going to be an issue for long. Alright, so... Yeah, I'll actually track that, because you may want to take prisoners. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I, I don't have the time to either kill him, which Tamara's yeah. damn tempted to do, or yeah. um, help him. Yeah. Alright. Um, Alright, so that's all of us. Yep, so Elena holds for this round. Yep. Um, and... Uh, Team Assassin. Alright, so... Um, they can't get out. They can't get through the door. They think you're still in there. 
So they go and head to the window to try and, and they establish that you weren't downstairs yeah. because, you know, they don't know that the, there's only a wolf downstairs. So this guy's gonna go to the window and have a climb down moment. Uh, which will, alright, um. Down my stubby dwarven legs, I yeah. can't get the bear trap there in time. Alright, he climbs down the window and is now on the ground, yeah. and that's his action. Yeah, at which point he can pretty plainly see me standing out there. Yeah, and he's going to... Presuming there's any sort of illumination like moonlight out. Yeah, so they both shin down the wall, um, but that's basically their action. Yeah. They put their swords away, shin down the wall, and in fact... Um, haven't, they can make it to the ground, but they haven't had time to draw their swords again. Yeah. Because they had to put them away, climb down the wall. So, they're currently unarmed, and um, standing there glaring viciously at you. Okay, back to me. Yeah, uh, yes, yes it is. Oh, and, um, Bobby there, um, appears not to be bleeding to death at this time. Not good. No, that... I reach round for my ransom and realise that I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, yes, unfortunately, having decamped from the bedroom to pursue your tactical thing, you are pretty much stuck with what you got. So they can see me at this point. There's probably very little point in dropping Caltrops on the ground in front of them. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna. It's a clever, it's a clever plan, but they are going to spot that. Yeah, they're just that much faster than me. Um, uh, what are these guys using? Daggers, short swords? Short swords. Uh, um, sword. um, I don't know how to word this question. Uh, is there a way I can assess whether they look like they're wielding them in a weapon finesse fashion or wielding them with their strength? Uh, well, for a start, let me have a look at how their um, bonuses work. Uh, give me a um, base attack bonus. Sol- give me a proficient soldier check. Uh, 21. Uh, they appear to be, um, wielding them in a, um... Dexterous fashion. In, in a, um, relatively standard grip. They, you, you can see that they have the ability to target vitals, and that's, and indeed your kidneys can attest to that. Yeah. But they don't appear to be particularly reliant on, they're not particularly, they're not wielding their weapons in a particularly agile manner. Cool. So, because Tamar wants people to know where they are and what's happening here, he is going to yell again in a big, loud, booming, dwarven voice, You come into my home in the night and try and murder me! This only gets settled with blood! <laughs> Throw a hat down. Uh, uh, Lord, the Lord of Blood and Iron protects this home. You picked the wrong house. Mm-hmm. Throw a hand out um, and cast a ray of enfeeblement at the first one I can see. Sure. Um, is that a ranged touch attack? It is a ranged touch attack. It's cool. Smack him first. Uh, which TTT? She don't have a ranged touch right now. I've taken a dex penalty. That would be a sixteen, which I imagine is comfortably. Good oh yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's pitch dark out here, but, you know, it's like daylight to you. At which point, I need to double check how the cast levels work on the Raven Feeble Room. Okay. Uh, per two cast, right, so it's plus one. At uh, which point he can take seven points of strength damage. 
awesome. He loves it when people strength train him. Uh, his strength good. cannot drop below one, so he continues to function. Yeah, but um, that's a uh, seven or eight. Seven. Cool. All right. This is the uh, the very best I will be doing at this point. All right. So um, um, there's no save because his save is me hitting him with the ray. All right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's effectively FEMA. Alright, so, um, that's... Uh, yep. Cool, alright, yes. So, and he looks weaker. And it must be said slightly horrified. Yep. And I can give you what that does to him if that's um, easier for you. Uh, no, I, um, I have a pretty good understanding of what that does. Cool. And so what actually happens from this point of view is Tamar throws a hand out with a lot of anger in his face. Um, and a very, very cold, very directed wind flies out from him and just kind of strikes the guy in the shoulder, staggering him very slightly, and then freezes him. And he begins to shake and chill, and the cold drains the strength out of his body. Excellent. also occurred to me that it's dark out here. These guys just climbed down a wall. If they had lanterns, which I would imagine they did, they can't bring them with them. Yeah, although is there a moon? Yeah, there would be a moon. But I'm thinking, you know, they're regular humans, so I'm just looking at what the um, what the penalty is. What the penalties are, I think. Yeah. Alright, so... Uh, if you say there's a moon and no other light source, yeah. then everybody who doesn't have dark vision has got concealment from each other. Yeah. So that that's gives... The, that's the 20% less chance. Cool. So it's effectively like the smoke stick thing. Yeah. Uh, the smoke stick is actually worse because that drops to a 50% if they're um, not right next to me. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right. They can still see you, but they may find it a bit more difficult to actually hit you because it's dark out here. Yeah. Alright, and then it is Alina's action. She peers around the bedroom, establishes that there's just Pella out here, and comes out and casts a cure light wound on Pella. Yay! Uh, giving Pella eight hit points back. Pella looks considerably better, and then um, smiles at her and says, Stay inside! And um, hearing Tomar bellowing... Yeah. Yeah, I've, there's no subtlety in this whatsoever. I'm happy to wake the neighbourhood. Um, comes out the front door and um, yeah, it's a reasonable hike round here. Yeah, and will come out and provide an alternate target. She is currently wielding the hooked hammer and the sword and the shield and is on wolf. Cool. All right. Yeah. How are these guys doing? I don't know that and it is dead. So, yeah, I think they're feeling like they can still pull this out. So, 30. Can't make it round to the flag. That provoking, and he doesn't want to provoke. So, they both take a swing at you. Yep. This guy takes a bold, confident swing. Yep. Um, this girl takes a, like, a pathetic swing. Her, her hand is clearly shaking. Yep. The other hand, my AC is still not anything to write home about in the yeah. middle of the night. I still haven't had a chance to actually cast Major. Yeah. But Pella is here to back you up if you get in trouble at this point. 
That's a 15. Yep. Cool. And uh, you take 8 points of damage. Ow. I look deeply unhappy. Cool. Alright, and um, that is um, him and then the... Oh, sorry, hang on. Uh, yes, you do take 15. Yep. And then the other girl also makes her concealment chance. Uh Yep, she hits you as well, as she rolls real well, and then she rolls her damage and subtracts some from it instead of adding some to it. Alright, and from her you get four points of damage. Ouch. (laughs) I stagger horrifically. Yep. I am not disabled, I am on one hit point. Alright, and um, can you make me a fortitude save versus poison? Ah, yeah, because that knife hasn't gone anywhere yet. Yep. Uh, horrific amounts, 26. Cool. Um, that's what you made a couple of rounds ago to see if you continue taking centipede poison damage. Yep. And you do not continue taking poison damage. So, one, it it was only that first shock to your mighty constitution, which then kicks into gear. Well, when I'm asleep, the dwarven dwarven powers against poison don't work. Alright, so, um, Tomar is there looking horrible. Um, one of the assassins is severely strength-drained, and... Pallor is there to try and back you up when that involves hitting one of these guys or um healing breaking out some kind of healing ability on you. Yep. Okay. And it is your turn. Alright, so there's nowhere I can go where I'm not um provoking from one of them. So this is the strength drain one. Yep. So I will step back towards him. Yep. Um and let's see. Sixteen, so I need eight on the dice. Uh, I will. Oh, I, I cannot afford to have him hit me or go down. I cast defensively. Yep. Uh, and bring the wind around me and try and cast a mage armor up. Yep. And do so. Cool. <laughs> you have mage armor. My AC goes up. Yep. Uh, and that is me. Cool. All right. No, she's raging. That's going to be too complicated an action. Alright. Peller and Wolf move past you. Yep. And engage um, this guy. Yep. She hits him with... Actually, no, to begin with, Wolf tries to bite him. Yep. And sees if he can knock him over. Alright. Leave that will just do it. Yes. Um, equal uh, equal AC equal hits. AC yep. Wolf manages to hit the guy. Remembers to roll his d8. Uh, deals him a nice solid tromp. And fails to trip him. Um, then Pella hits him with the hooked hammer. Uh, that's a crappy roll, but with her enhanced rage strength, it is just enough. Yep. And, um, that is exactly enough, and, um, 
again, he looks remarkably similar to the woman upstairs as he takes a wolf bite and then a hammer to the head and drops to the ground and begins bleeding to death in a very similar manner. Uh, As Pella and Wolf take that guy out. And that's, that's, um... Team everybody. Team team everybody. All right. So this fellow, having watched his compatriot be brutally, yeah. she has watched her compatriot be brutally slaughtered. She doesn't know that the one upstairs is dying. But he hasn't come down. But she, but, but she hasn't turned up, and um, it's that strength damage that she, she's not, she's not happy about the strength damage. Yeah, yeah, seven's quite a lot. All right, so this happily is not a strength skill. But she does not make the DC. If you fail the tumble check, you move and provoke, correct? You correct, because the tumble is I am rolling away from you. Cool. I'm just doing it badly. So she nimbly rolls away from you except without the nimble. Yep. Um, you've got a melee weapon out? Yep, morning star. Cool. Feel free to hit her. Uh, probably not. Eight. No, you didn't. You flattened her. However, uh, Pella hits her. She's uninjured, so she may well survive this, but she's certainly not happy about it. Alright. Uh, and um, then, unfortunately for her, Wolf hits her. And, yep, Wolf misses her. Yep. So she tumbles away, fails her um, fails her tumble, gets hit by Pella with a hammer, and then um, 15, 15, 20, 25, 30... Takes it and uses her other move action to um, begin booking the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Alright, and it is Tomar. Hey, looky, what's in my bag? I go straight after her. Yep. Um, free action out of the bag comes the net. Yep. <laughs> And I throw it at her. Oh, she doesn't want you to do that. And, and if I hit her seem... with it, I am going to hold the rope so we can play opposed strength checks. If that doesn't seem cool. Uh, that would be a 13 versus a touch. That absolutely hits her touch, I see. She is netted, and I grab the rope, wrap it around my arm, and try and pull her in. Cool. She's going to try and book out of that with some kind of escapee-type check on her around, but in the meantime, she gets to do diddly. That's me. Alright. Oh, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, are you giving any instruction to Peller at this time? No. Cool. 5, 10, 20, 30, 35, 40. Yep. Wolf double moves. Yep. Um, Pella hits her in the head with a hammer. Very fair. <laughs> yeah, Pella's raging. You need to explicitly tell no. her not to kill. No, I have no... Um... All right. Um, and as you have successfully netted her, and it looks like she'd be really impeded to move, but that is actually less relevant <laughs> than you might think. Runs up and smashes her with the hammer. Yep, and she is KO'd and bleeding to death. So, um, two of these guys are bleeding to death. Yep. Um, this woman has, one woman has bleeding to death, one guy is bleeding to death, one woman has stabilized. Do you want to try and save the other two? Um, so... Because, um, absent intervention, I'm happy to roll to see if they live or die? Uh, yes, I do. But, to be honest, not enough of a priority that we're actually going to get there, because the first thing Tamar does is sees this one go down in a pile of blood, um, just drops the net over the top of her, um, goes, staggers round, Ma! Ma! Are you alright? Are you alright? Alright, I'm going to roll these to a luck check. 
Um, okay, um, the um, guy here also stabilizes. Yeah. The one with the net bleeds to death, but the girl with yeah. the net bleeds to death before, but enfeebled but, by the cold, bleeds to death before anyone can do Basically, we will go back and check on them, but it's going to be at least several rounds, at yeah. which point I'm happy for you to say they're fine or they're dead. Yeah, so you get two out of three of them prisoner because you... Um, chipped their AC down rather than brutally striking them, so they yeah. mostly had quite good... They were only slightly bleeding to death, but um, this one just had... She just had such a bad day. Alright, so you stagger into the front. You, you stagger back round the house and into the front door. Because um, this is, of course, not the front of the house, because you, you're over here. Yeah. This is the front of the house. Yeah. But anyway, the map is less relevant. You stagger back round into the front door where Alina flings herself on you like a drowning woman. Oh, ow. And then immediately moderates. <laughs> I got one hit point left. Don't to the She mutters things into your hair and um, curses and prayers and general concern and um, you receive um, four hit points back yeah. as she drop she doesn't have she only has one cure reserved a day because she spends the other one about the town. Yeah, yeah, but true. she has several she has several cure miners which she immediately drops on you. Four. Yeah, I look slightly healthier. Yeah. And she just kinda hands on to you for a good long time. And she she hands on to you for a couple of minutes and then she looks out oh, Do we need to be doing anything? Are there any more of them? I think it's just the three. Uh, we'd better check for the rest, though. We'd better check for the rest, see if they're alive or dead. And basically at this point, he will go back into the house and thoroughly look through the place for signs of other murderous assassins looking around the place. Go up, throw all the doors and windows open in my room, at which point yeah. after several minutes the, the smoke disappears. Yeah, and you find clear evidence that three assassins attacked your house yeah. and there are no more. Yeah. And there are three, um, there are two unconscious and bleeding people who appear to be okay and, um, one corpse by the side of the house. Yeah, so, Tamar's pretty fucked off by this point. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna check all three of them. Um, see if any of them are carrying notes, contracts, secret sigils that say this one is in charge. They have stuff. Uh, none of them have, none of it is paperwork indicating what they're doing here. Yeah, none of them are carrying the leadership flag of leadership. No, it's not clear which one of the three of them was in charge. Cool. Actually, no, um, wait, that's not actually true. Um, you reckon, you, based on your positions and your vision, you're pretty confident the one who originally entered your room was in charge. And yeah, who's the one that's dead? And she's the one that's dead. <laughs> yeah. So you have two minions here. And now these guys, you absolutely can get yeah, thrown yeah. in the jail. Um, oh, I'm I'm not um, I'm not taking two people, prisoner. Yeah. That's far too many people to carry across town. <laughs> are you um, are you cootigaring one of them? Absolutely. Okay. They came into my house to murder my mother in the middle of the night. That's. Very hard to argue with. Like, Tamar, che- Tamar is angry here and just calms himself enough to check, like, are any of these the obvious leader, right? Okay, so you've got, you've got two minions, one's a guy and one's the girl. Which one of them just never wakes up? The one that isn't in the net. Well, the one in the net is dead anyway. Oh, right, the one in the net's dead. 
there's the um, there's the one that stabbed Paller a lot and got mostly eaten by a wolf, and yeah. there's the one that didn't actually hurt anybody very much because you kept inconveniencing them. Yeah, the poor sad fuck. It's uh, a pretty abstract decision, man. Uh, the one that would actually that does make more sense. Uh, Tawai goes into the room, you know, checks them both over, walks back in. I said when you come into when you come into my home to murder my mother in the middle of the night, blood gets paid, blood debt gets paid in blood. Smash yeah. like the morning star through the one's head. Yeah. You come into my house to murder my mother in the night. You come into my house to murder my sister in the middle of the night. Blood debt gets paid in blood. Smash yeah. the with the morning with the morning star. Yeah. This one, the one that came to murder me, is the one that's still alive. Yeah. On the basis that that's substantially less offensive to me. Yeah. So, this is going to pass entirely unnoticed, because Pella already bludgeoned her in the head. Yeah. So, um, she didn't survive her wounds. I'm not exactly, ma- like, I don't think anyone's going to follow this up, but I'm not exactly making a big secret of it. He's certainly not quietly trying to murder the guy. Yeah, yeah. The, um, and Lena will miss this because she's busy fussing over people yeah. and would have a problem with it. Yeah, mum would care, and yeah. I wouldn't, blunt, I wouldn't um, bludgeon the guy to death if mum was standing right there. Yeah, um, Pella will be completely indifferent to this. Pella probably won't pick up on this, but if she did, you don't think she would mind in the slightest. Uh, and indeed, she did just brutally murder the one that you could that you practically had captured already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you and Pella essentially murdered two of them. You have a captive, and the house is secure at this point. Yep. Um, you can um, wait. The, you can tie the captain up and que- captain up and question them. You can go for the guard. You have friends in high places at this point. Yeah. You can loot their stuff. What do you want to do at this juncture? Oh my goodness! It's ten thirty. Uh, I imagine <laughs> that it's. Um that we've started to rouse the neighbourhood a bit with all the shouting yeah, and yeah, screaming, I, I, I screaming would definitely, and I would definitely and think that by this stage you have several um, of your neighbours coming over to check if everything's all right. No, I mean, and Probably, like, you, you get the impression that what's been happening in these past couple of rounds is people have woken up, checked there was a thing, yeah, that's definitely a thing, gotten some weapons, peered out the door, and as you were finishing these guys off... And checking the house is clear and stuff, people actually clatter up to the front door armed yeah. and, you know, when they see that, you know, you or Elena or Pella opens it, they're sort of asking you, is everything alright? No, everything isn't bloody well alright. We've got burglars or something, they're, you know, checks them finally. They're not half or, they're not halfies, he says in a slightly surprised tone. Yeah. <laughs> because he's a little bit racist. Yeah. Um, and then says to, you know, the, um, it, literally the toughest neighbor that we have that yeah. we are as aware of, you know. Elena's Elena's not stay not safe here. She needs a place. She needs a place to go for a nice cup of tea or something. Shove. Yeah. So um yes um Elena's not actually at all happy to leave you guys behind. Yeah. Um, but um you and Pella both convince her that um you'll be all right on your own. We're gonna take him. We're gonna take him to the guard. We're going to take him to the watch, but get into someone else's house for tonight. It's it's not safe here. Well, if I after you take him to the guard, you come back and I'm I'm not going to sleep. You come back back over and um I'll I'll go and um stay with Agrip for a little. You come over and um I want to see both of you as soon as you've done what you need to do. Aye, Agrip, keep an eye on her, please. 
of course. Uh, um, And um, nobody's going to sleep tonight. They won't get anything past me. And she pats, you know, she's got some kind of, I think she's probably got like a warhammer or something on her back and you know she's got a backpack. This is true now. Everyone wakes up and gets their fucking weapons. I love this town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's totally, people are like, what is this shit? Is this an orc attack? Let's go and see if orcs are attacking our town with heavily armed. Yeah. And yeah, so she's she's basically drinking tea in Agrit's kitchen, and under no circumstances going to bed until you and Pella show yeah. back up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you, she's she's safe for the duration. Tamar basically takes a minute to go up and arm himself for bear with all this yeah. shit again. Um, and I think this at this point, um, Pella's calmed down, breathed heavily, and now looks kind of tired. Yeah. Um, and um, although you know you were roused in the middle of the night, um, I'm going to explicate here. This is about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Spells that you've expended, you can recharge in the morning. Yeah. This is effectively you using your last day's spells, not yeah. your new day's spells. As long as you eventually go to bed for a long time, you yeah. can recharge all your spells. And, um, Pella's gonna go up and, um, look at the one that, um, look at the other, look at the other two and look at the one she's, uh, I didn't think I hit him that hard. No, that was me. Nobody, Fair enough. Nobody comes. Nobody comes after. Nobody comes after you in my own in our own home. Fair enough. All right. So, do we want to question the other one, or just hit him over? Do we want to question the other one, or just hit her over the head? No, we need at least one. We need at least one prisoner. Uh, so, Pella is completely fine with your solution and perfectly prepared to bludgeon the last girl to death. Team, no good alignments here. Yes. <laughs> She actually isn't um, evilly aligned. Nor am I. She, she's, not, she, she's actually fairly good aligned. This is just an area on which... She's just... Um, this is an area on which nature provides very clear ethical guidance. <laughs> or as Bryn would put it, nobody touches my pack. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, I'm basically going to whistle up the watch. Yeah, uh, so this I is... I imagine they're coming in anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I think... Somebody in the group of people that armed themselves, somebody went for the watch. Yeah. So there is already a patrol, and um, someone has, and it doesn't take long before that brings Cursed, who has, somebody is, one of the watch people who's been alerted yeah. goes and gets Cursed on the basis that it's now generally known he's been spending a bit of time with you. So you get some watch guards closely followed by Curse. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, it... It will only occur to Tamar at least ten minutes after this has occurred that he should probably check up on Kirsten and Sigrid because if assassins have come to one, they might have gone to another. Yeah. And indeed, uh, I will use my new authority and say, you know, I want this done, yeah. blah, 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 orders such and such. Um, Presumably they have not been murdered in the night. No, and um, what you discover is that no one else has been... The, the rest of the town is quiet. Yeah. This is the sort Like, people are sort of wandering, doing some night... There's a certain amount of night patrolling anyway. There is now more night patrolling. Oh. Nothing else is happening. But Sigrid sleeps in the church of Imedi yeah, and um, yeah, Kirsten uh, sleeps in the longhouse. I, I pity the poor fucking assassin that goes to try and murder Kirsten in the middle of the night. Like, where does he sleep? Watch headquarters. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so why did I pull the short straw? Yeah. I mean, not an unrelevant factor in Roderick's murder was that he quarreled with his father and was yeah. sleeping in the Ramble house. It might, they might have had more fun with, uh, murdering him in his bed in the yeah, longhouse. Yeah. Tamar will think it and not express that thought to Curse because yeah. he'll be happy and not knowing. Yeah. But, um, Curse sort of, it comes up and, um, you know, you, you, you have a chat with the random watch guys and send them on their way and then Curse, 
Hurst comes up looking dishevelled, but it must yep. be said extremely, um, extremely well armed. Tomorrow, what on earth has happened? And he sort of looks thoughtfully at the bodies. <laughs> if there are other people around, then Tamar's going to allow to declare burglars of some kind, and then in a lower tone of voice... Curse um, looks at you slightly sceptically. In a lower tone of voice. They came through the windows with knives into my house. Into our house where my mother was sleeping. Oh, Tamar, oh, I'm so sorry. And Kirst puts a hand on his arm. And, and Pella, but frankly I pity the poor assassin that goes for her, although if I hadn't, if she hadn't woken up, if I hadn't woken up, I was dreaming of them, you see. I saw them before I saw them. I see things before I see them. I... I, I don't quite understand, but I'm not entirely sure that matters. Tamar, I think... I, I know there's things that need to be done, but do you want to come and sit down in the kitchen and maybe have something to drink? There's a long, sort of slow nod. I, if, if the prisoner's secure, that's, that's probably a good idea. The adrenaline's starting to run down. Yeah, yeah. So the, um, it, 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 several burly, mil- yeah. you can see several he's, burly militiamen are, are tying her up and they're, um, no, sorry, this one's him. They're tying him up. And they're not, um, there's no sense that there's any unnecessary gentleness being spent here. The, the, the um, it would certainly appear that the residents of Trunau were opposed to any citizens being murdered in their beds and, yeah. you know, quite thoroughly opposed. It's definitely, you know, these guys are upholders of the law and that, but, you know, if higher authority decreed that someone needed to bash this guy's head in, you'd get the sense there'd be a lot of volunteers. <laughs> Um, he's being very well restrained. And um, so Curse takes you into the kitchen, has a fiddle round in the cupboards, and basically finds a... Um, uh, what did dwarves drink? It's ale, isn't ale. it? Yeah. So he finds some nice dwarven ale, um, adds a tot of um, something a bit stronger yeah. to it, yeah, and puts it... Like in fr- whiskey. Yeah, and put, 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 puts, puts it in front of you. Here, drink drink that. Goes down the hatch very quickly. Ah. Oh. I mean, I mean, I think Tamar still looks reasonably terrible. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Pella will sort of come into the kitchen at this point and, um, sit down with you and, uh, do you want some, he- do you want some healing, brother? I've, um, I've kind of, I used what I, I've got potions and scrolls and things. You, you don't look great. He will sort of shake his head. I'll, I'll worry about it. Later, for now, I doubt, I doubt any more of them are com- I doubt any more of them are coming tonight. We've made enough of a noise and scene to wake half the neighborhood. And, um, curse will sort of sit there. It must have been pretty bad, but it's over and everyone's alright. They couldn't take you. I. It wasn't, wasn't chance or profit that brought them to our house. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't halfies, but I guess halfies have got money like regular folk, they could pay them. I don't think it was a coincidence any more than the walls were, but we've got time to ask some questions. For now, just sit down and take some deep breaths. It's all going to be okay. And that is indeed what Fire is going to do. He's going to stop and rest and probably roll up and interrogate this guy um, 
To be honest, actually, given how shit he's feeling, if the guy's under arrest, I'm going to crash somewhere. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, at, at which point, you know, they're happy to lock him up on the watch, uh, in the watch house, still unconscious and tied up. Yeah. Where several burly and humorless men can, um, it will, um, make certain he doesn't decide to get up and, um, cause any trouble. Yeah, if, if the, um, if the sanctuary is awake, then I'm going to go and crash there. Alright, at which point, um, Agra, you know, your mum will come and crash. Ah, yes, 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 I'm going to go, um... Yeah, Agrit's house is a lot closer. You can absolutely crash at the sanctuary if you want to, no problem at all. But Agrit's house is a lot closer. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'll go sleep in a chair at Agrit's. Yeah. You know, if, if that's alright with you, I, I don't think we should go home tonight. And, um, Agrit will, uh, you're, you're all welcome. Um, and, um, you basically all, um, like unroll bedrolls yeah. and um, all sleep in the same room, sort of um, yeah. uh, quite close to each other. Oh, purple. <laughs> but um, you know, Agrid and Sarah are right outside. You yeah. see Sarah. You see um, Agrid double lock the doors, and you can see like out the windows. Yeah, a couple that, of watchmen. Just yeah, there, there are a couple the more. Pizza. A couple more burly, humorless men appear to be stationed around Agrid's it's, house. It's pretty hard to argue with. Yeah, no, the, um, the, true now as a, as a whole was opposed to this, um. Alright. Outcome. Team Murderous Assassin defeated. Yes. And tomorrow we'll. And, uh, um, the Murderous Assassins have stuff that you can have, but I feel like that's kind of a problem for a later yeah, t- time. Yeah, Tamar certainly wasn't going, like, he's, he's patted them down for incriminating notes that say, go murder the dwarf. Yeah. Um, uh, sign screams or whatever. Yeah. Um, but in the absence of that, he hasn't really even thought about looting them because yeah. this is so far outside the battlefield experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a different thing. So he collapses, weary and wounded, and sort of eventually, like, tries to stay awake and stare yeah. at the door and the chair and eventually crashes out. Yeah. And, and you have no dreams at all. Yeah. For even home is no longer safe. Dun dun dun. dun.